0: Tell me who hath believed, hath believed, our report, and to whom is it revealed, the mighty arm of the Lord.
1: Hello, I'm Kathy Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church here in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. It was 1938 in the middle of the Depression. It was a warm, late spring day near Sarcoxie, Missouri. Dole's mother, Alba Sarah, was propped up on pillows. She was having a very difficult time breathing. Several ladies were taking turns fanning her to give her some air. You see, there was no electricity. It had not come to that area yet. This had gone on for several weeks. The doctor had been there. He could not find what was ailing her and wasn't offering much hope. Every day for those two weeks, Alba's father-in-law, Doyle's grandfather, would come to the house and pray. But there was no change in Alba. In fact, she was growing worse. On this particular day, Luther Davidson, Doyle's grandfather, called Doyle and his sisters to him. Doyle stood in front of his grandfather along with Dorothy the oldest and Betty, the youngest child. Dole had just turned six. His grandfather related to them a story that he had heard. He shared that there were three children whose mother was very sick and at the point of death. He said that one of the children prayed a prayer. Jesus, if you don't help my mother, we will have to take her to the cemetery. Luther went on to say that Jesus heard the prayer and had healed the child's mother. He suggested that the three of them also pray because they too had a mother and it looked like she was dying. Doyle heard what his grandfather said and took it to heart even with just being six years old. He knew who to talk to in prayer. For you see, just a few short months before, Doyle had met the Lord Jesus while playing on a gravel pile on a cold day in February or March. Jesus had talked to him. As Doyle shared it, he didn't want to lose his mother. He loved her dearly. He thought if Jesus heard the prayer of that child that his grandfather spoke of, then Doyle would pray the same prayer. And he did. Kneeling by her bedside, he spoke to Jesus, who he had met before. If you don't help my mother, we will have to take her to the cemetery. Remember what Jesus told us? Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not, for such is the kingdom of God. Did Jesus hear his prayer? Alba Sarah began to recover, and Doyle didn't lose his mother. In fact, you know what? Alba Sarah lived a long life and didn't go meet the Lord until she was 89 years old. I have the perfect song for right here. Victory in Jesus, ministered here by Alba daughter, Glenda, her granddaughter, Kathy, and her great-granddaughters, Candace, Ashley, and Rachel. Go ahead and sing it with us, out loud. No one will hear you, and you know all the words. to begin with prayer. Father, I ask for grace. Grace on this message. Father, I ask you that you open our eyes that we can see, that you open our hearts like you did for Lydia, that we can attend unto the things which are spoken. Turn us from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm not going to say anything real new tonight, but I'm going to say some things that I have said before, maybe in a different light. But what I do and what I always do is I preach the gospel, the death, burial and resurrection of the Lord Jesus. Romans 1:16 states that I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation. When we need salvation, the gospel is where we get it from no place else paul himself said i choose to know nothing but jesus christ and him crucified i want to begin in matthew 24:21 we are looking at some perilous times in front of us some very hard times and matthew 24:21 speaks of it it states for then shall be great tribulation such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be." That's Jesus talking about the end times. They are not far off. And those times are going to be, as it states here, great tribulation, worse than ever before. And I want to take us back to Ezekiel 5 verse 11. I want us to see what happens when God judges. I want to show you a period of time in the Jewish history where God judged the Jews and it is not pretty. Let's take a look, verse 11. Wherefore, as I live, saith the Lord God. This is the God we serve. Pay attention to these words. Surely, because thou hast defiled my sanctuary with all thy detestable things, And with all thy abominations, the Jews didn't do what God asked them to do. They didn't follow his commandments. They didn't love him with their heart. They didn't seek after him. So this is what happens. He said, Because thou hast defiled my sanctuary with all thy detestable things, and with all thine abominations, therefore will I also diminish thee. Look at that word, diminish. Do you know a country now that is being diminished? Have you ever considered why it's being diminished? Let's continue. Neither shall mine eyes spare, neither will I have any pity. This is the Lord God talking to his people. Verse 12, a third part of thee shall die with the pestilence. And with famine shall they be consumed in the midst of thee. And a third part shall fall by the sword round about thee. And I will scatter a third part unto all the winds. And I will draw out a sword after them. Look who was doing the evil. Look who was killing them with pestilence and famine. And look who was killing them by the sword and scattering them. It wasn't the devil. It was Jehovah himself, and he tells us why in verse 11, but look at verse 13. Thus shall my anger be accomplished, and I will cause my fury to rest upon them, and I will be comforted. After all the evil that God does to these people, look at the words of the Lord God, and I will be comforted. After he does all that evil to them. He's comforted. Do you see what judgment brings to a people? And they shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken in my zeal when I have accomplished my fury in them. This is what God did to his own people who wouldn't follow him. And now we have Jesus in Matthew 24 stating that there will be a great tribulation such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. So we're looking at something in front of us that is worse. How can we escape? How can we miss this kind of tribulation? This kind of punishment? How can we escape the judgment of God? Is there an escape? Yes, there is an escape. Thank God there is an escape. And it's not a very difficult one. I want us to turn to Isaiah 53. It is possible to escape the judgment of God. We'll go through tribulation, but it is possible to go through victoriously. To go through it with God's help, with his power, with us. How? Isaiah 53 verse 8. He was taken from prison and from judgment. I want you to look at what God did with a single man. I want you to see the similarities between what God did to the Jewish people and what God did to Jesus. I want you to listen and see the similarity. I want you to see what God did to Jesus. And I want you to consider why. I'm going to begin in Isaiah 53, verse 8. He, Jesus, was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. He was killed. For the transgression of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Look at this next verse. Yet It pleased the Lord to bruise him. That word bruise means to make him sick. He has put him to sickness. He has put him to pain. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Verse 11, He shall see the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. We saw in the beginning That with the fury of God, that after he performed that evil on his people, he was comforted. Now look here. He shall see the travail of his soul, and he shall be satisfied. What was the travail of Jesus' soul? Good question. Let's go to Psalm 88. Psalm 88 is a psalm of Jesus in hell. I don't have time to explain it, but you can see that in Acts. Psalm 88, O Lord God of my salvation, this is Jesus, I have cried day and night before thee, let my prayer come before thee, incline thine ear unto my cry, for my soul is full of troubles and my life draweth nigh unto the grave, I was counted with them that go down into the pit, that is hell, I am a man that has no strength, free among the dead like the slain that lay in the grave, whom thou rememberest no more, and they are cut off from thine hand. Listen to this next verse. Thou hast laid me in the lowest pit, in darkness, in the deeps. God sent Jesus' soul and spirit to hell. His body was in the grave, but his soul and spirit went to hell. Seven, thy wrath lieth hard upon me, and thou hast afflicted me with all thy ways. The Father took out his fury against us on one man and put that man, the soul and spirit of that man in hell and Jesus in hell states, Thy wrath lieth hard upon me. Thou hast afflicted me with all my ways. Thou hast put mine acquaintance far from me. Thou hast made me an abomination unto them. I am shut up and I cannot come forth. And I'm going to go down to verse 16. Thy fierce wrath goeth over me, thy tears have cut me off. The Father took out his fury, his anger on Jesus. Why? We see in Ezekiel that the father took out his wrath on his own people and they perished. We see here that he took out his wrath on Jesus for us. Why? Simple. And you can quote the verse with me, John three sixteen, For God so loved the world. He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him shall not perish. Look at the love of God that He shall not perish. God took His anger, His fury out on Jesus so we don't perish. What is our escape? What is, Is our escape from the tribulation Jesus said it himself repent and believe the gospel put your trust in rely on adhere to stick like glue that your sins were paid for on the cross that the fury that God had and the wrath he had against us was paid for Jesus that's where we put our trust that's what we adhere to Jesus tells us in John 6 and in verse 28 the people asked him what shall we do that we might work the works of God what do we have to do Jesus and look at his answer verse 29 Jesus answered and said unto them this is the work of God that you believe on him whom he sent There is your escape. There is your anchor. There is what will guide you through the coming times ahead. The gospel. The death, burial and resurrection of the Lord Jesus. Believe that Jesus died for you. That he was buried for you. And that he was raised again for you. And you cannot perish. Now. Let me tell you about this God that we serve. I had been to see my family in Ohio and Pennsylvania for the first time in quite a while. It was a great visit and God ministered to us all, but I had to get back to Dallas and I had a short layover in Atlanta. About an hour out of Atlanta, the pilot came on the intercom and told us that there was a large storm moving toward Atlanta and it might interfere with our landing. I needed to land on time To catch my flight home, I began to pray. The pilot came on the intercom a couple more times to give us a weather update, and each time it was getting worse. We were about 15 minutes out, and he said that the storm had settled over the airport, and we might have to circle for a while, or we might even get diverted. I had never quite overcome this way before, but I was in a window seat, and from my window, I couldn't see anything but clouds and they were getting darker by the minute. But I laid my forehead on the window and in a quiet voice, I began to sing to the Lord. Just a couple of lines from a song over and over and over again. I can't even remember what the words were, but I remember they had something to do with how great our God was. I just kept singing that line over and over again. And I could tell that my faith was rising. And I could tell that God was moving. After just a little time, the pilot broke into the silence and he said, I see an opportunity to land and I'm going to take it. He said, it's going to get bumpy, but we're going in. And I heard the engines rev up. And I remember the rain was beating on the windows. The clouds were so thick and black that I couldn't even see the wings of the plane that were right behind me, and it was bumpy. But I just kept singing that line over and over again, and we kept flying. And you know what? We landed, and when the plane pulled into the gate, the pilot came over the intercom one last time, and he said, folks, we were the only plane that made it in. Everyone else is either circling or has been diverted. That is the God we serve. That's the God I serve. That is the God you can serve. And how do you serve him? With your spirit in the gospel. Micah 6, 8 states, He has showed thee, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of thee? And here's our answer. But to do justly and to love mercy, And to walk humbly with thy God. Well how do we walk humbly with our God? The answer. Galatians 6 verse 14. But God forbid that I should glory. Save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. The gospel. By whom the world is crucified unto me. And I unto the world. For in Christ Jesus. Neither circumcision availeth anything. Nor uncircumcision. But a new creature. And look at verse 16. And as many as walk according to this rule. What role? In the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, the gospel, the death, burial, resurrection, peace on them, and mercy upon the Israel of God. Let's finish the program with an old favorite, Through It All, sung here by Chico Holiday.
2: I've been to many places, and I've seen a lot of faces. There have been times I felt so all alone But in my lonely hours Yes, those precious lonely hours Jesus, let me know I was his very Trust in Jesus. I have learned to trust in God through it all. Through it all, I have learned to depend upon Him. Been to many places, and I've seen a lot of faces. There have been times I felt so all alone, but in my lonely hours, yes, those precious lonely hours. Let me know I was his very own And through it all Through it all I have learned to trust in Jesus Yes, I've learned to trust in God Oh through it all I've learned to depend upon it. trials he saw me through For if it wasn't for all the problems I could never watch him solve them And I'd never know, oh I'd never know What faith in God can do trust in my God Ah, through
1: joining me and the musicians from Water of Life Church. I would love to hear from you. You may reach me by email at Kathy K-A-T-H-I-E at Kathy W O L dot com or you may write me at Kathy Davidson Care of Water of Life Church P.O. Box eighty six thirteen twenty seven Plano Texas seven five oh eight six. You may find me on the internet at ww.cathy W-O-L dot com and on Facebook and Twitter.